You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you so i was so pissed but i'm like that's a good story for someone who's new because it's like that tells you that not all bikes are created equal. Now, if you're on the bike plus, it should be different because they're supposed to be auto calibrated and they should be equal. But if you're on the original bike, you can't compare your bike to someone else's bike. Just like you can't compare your journey to someone else's journey. You don't know how long they've been riding. You don't know what they're doing. You know, there's a woman who rides who rides with like an oxygen tank. Like <laughs> you just don't know someone's story. So don't get so hung up on the numbers. Get on the bike, get on the tread, do your thing, have fun, and just enjoy it. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 212. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I am back to healthy, and you are almost there. I'm like 70% back to healthy. I think it's closer to 80. I can hear the blood flow in my head right now. (laughs) (laughs) More drugs. Yes. So. But other than that. Yeah. 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 Well, um, we have an apology. We do have an apology to make. Yeah, Yeah. we absolutely do. So last week when we talked about Sam Smith, we kept calling Sam Smith a he. Yeah, which is the incorrect pronoun, which was a mistake and an accident on our part. Absolutely. We're not, as you said. We're not trying to make a statement of some kind. It's just we, we were... Doing the show on the fly and and it just snuck by us and so we 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 wholeheartedly apologize. For yes, that. yes, the correct pronouns are they. Correct. And uh, so we will we will get it right going forward. We are uh, very sorry for that. We understand. We really understand how yeah. important it is to make sure that those those pronouns are correct. So, all right. I wanted to mention though that yeah. when I was corrected. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone mentioned to me that Ben and Leanne both had to re-record Sam Smith classes, classes that yeah. they had done because they used the wrong they did the, Yeah, they fell in the same yeah. rhythm. And, yeah. and the reason I want to point that out is how easy it is to make that mistake. Totally. Because keep in mind, those are scripted. 
Yeah. Like we just, we, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show, but there, there's a whole thing that just came out this week about how scripted these rides and runs and classes are. And my point being is not to pick on Ben and Leanne. Right. My, my point is that one, that they went and back and, and redid it because it is that important right. to get right. And two, that it's, it's that easy to do because we've been doing it a certain way for a long, long sure. time. Yeah. And uh, that does not make it right. We're in, yeah. but, but, but it also doesn't mean it's malicious. No, yeah. no. And that is my point. Not malicious. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess now that we've gotten that out of the way, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? There is a lot of interesting news this week. And uh, we're going to go through and talk about some things that normally we talk to John Mills about. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Uh, we're going to also get a visit. We had a visit from uh, Dr. Jen, and she talks about some things that you can do to make sure... That you're getting up early, like if you if you struggle with that. Right. Also, Angelo from MetPro stopped in. And I want to point this out because I know I know some of you, you know, get a little weird about our segments. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I use the word weird as just a over encompassing umbrella umbrella. Yeah topic or i can't think of the word yes yes description i'm saying weird because different people have different reasons for skipping it but my point being that if you've been curious about metpro i really highly encourage you to listen to this week's because this week Angelo is doing our check-in right. on the air. Yeah, we thought we would like instead of just doing our check-ins in private, mm-hmm. we would record one and they could hear like what it sounds like when you're talking to yeah. your, to your coach about things you did or didn't do. And so we're fresh off of vacation. We put on some weight mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and if you've seen any of the food pictures on our <laughs> Facebook pages, and so he he walks us through that. And and normally week to week we try to keep it more broad based nutritional advice, yeah. just so it's not so. I don't know, Met Pro-y, for yeah, lack of a better word. Yeah. But again, we thought this week would be interesting just to let people kind of t- peek behind the curtains and get an idea of if you were a Met Pro customer, what, what you could expect to hear. So. Exactly. So I wanted to point that out for those of you who haven't had a chance to listen or might skip that sometimes. And I am super excited to talk about some of these articles that came out this week about mm-hmm. Peloton. There are there are some things to discuss, not to mention, of course, we had two brand new instructors join the team. So we need to talk about that as well. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. And if you would be so kind, maybe leave us a review. Yay! We have a new review. Yes. This is from Nevertheless She, and it says, Motivation and information. If you have a Peloton and haven't listened, you are missing out. This podcast is the perfect blend of motivation and information. You will hear motivational stories that will keep you pedaling as well as all the info you need to stay current on all things Peloton. The hosts are engaging and so easy to listen to. Crystal is the best. See you out there. And then the leaderboard name is Nevertheless She. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I've seen that leaderboard out there. I, I believe I've exchanged some high fives. So thank you very much for leaving such a kind review. Also, don't forget, uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, sign up for the newsletter at the Sorry, we missed the last week or so because <laughs> we were on vacation and uh, that'll fire back up here this week. And you can also watch these episodes at our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the clip out while you're there. Be sure and subscribe to that as well. So you'll uh, be able to uh, you'll be able to see my face whenever Angelo talks about how much weight we gained. Yes. <laughs> It was not in 
insubstantial. So anyway, there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. So McAfee, I always think of Bye Bye Birdie when I think of McAfee. Why? Because that was the name of the the girl, Kim McAfee. Oh, Going steady. Going steady. (laughs) Going steady. Steady for good. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I don't want to sing anymore. They'll make us pay for it. Yeah. So McAfee found some security vulnerabilities in Peloton products this week. Yeah, they did. And um, I want to start by saying... Very important that these features or these problems, if you will, vulnerabilities can only be exploited, perfect, exploited upon if you are physically in contact with the device. Right. You access this vulnerability through the USB port, Mm -hmm. which sounds a little dirty now that I say it out loud. (laughs) But so you have to be physically present with the equipment to, mm-hmm. to do that so yep. people can't just like hack into your computer right and uh and do stuff too it's not like sneakers right but well and and i guess in addition to that caveat i want to make sure to mention that it is only for the bike plus and tread users okay okay so what can happen is once somebody has accessed it through that usb they can go in and put a malicious like trojan horse in it okay and then like it'll look like it's all operating fine but in the background it's not and in addition to that one of the things that you can access when you go in the background is like in a map of where all of the bike pluses and treads are like physically so that could be a problem because then you could if you were a hacker, you could then go find those people, find identities, do things that are, you know, bad with all of that. However, I guess this was discovered about three months ago in that coordinated vulnerability disclosure program, which mm-hmm. is the same play. That's the same program that was used to report the last gotcha. issue that we discussed. And I guess Peloton responded in about two weeks. So it wasn't a, a long period of time. Right. And then they fixed it. I, it sounds like on June 4th is when this was fixed. Okay. They pushed, Peloton pushed out a mandatory update uh, to fix the affected devices. So it has been fixed. And this article was held until, until that was, it was done. Fixed. Yeah, I've noticed that lately with, with these sorts of breaches that people tend to sit on them. Like by the time we're hearing the story, it's been corrected, which I appreciate. Yeah, which is yeah, that's uh, that's a good way to handle that. It it is, and uh, so if you if you have a bike plus or a tread at home, you don't need to worry about this unless you're letting someone into your home. Um, right. But also, it's been fixed. But people asked me why I included it. I included it because there's pelotons in public spaces, right. and so especially if you're staying at a hotel or you live in an apartment building that has one, like that could be a really big deal because they could get to all of your personal information and. And so that is concerning because they could also access the webcam through this particular malicious vulnerability. So all fixed, all better. New instructors. So we have new instructors in case the fancy sweeper didn't just tell you that. (laughs) We do. uh, Two new strength instructors. So Callie Gullickson and Rad Lopez joined the team. So interesting to note that um, according to Connect the Watts, which I'm not seeing on this particular Peloton uh, announcement, which is right in front of us, but according to Connect the Watts, that they were listed as, I want to make sure I get this right, Okay, it's first strength focus instructors. So 
we know that these two are strength instructors, but that is like their primary gotcha. teaching. Now, that's interesting because all of the other instructors are, have been tread instructors that also teach strength. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we have talked about the fact that Tiger, the new strength device, mm-hmm. is coming out in the fall. Right. And we know what it looks like because we've seen pictures. We've right. talked about that here. Uh, if you miss that episode, go back a couple. You'll hear all about it. Um, but... The other interesting thing is both of these instructors, uh, well, I know Rad, I'm not sure about Callie, have uh, boxing history. Interesting. And that adds the fuel to the fire that boxing will be added because there we have like six instructors now that have boxing backgrounds. Interesting. So uh, I feel pretty confident that that is coming down the road at some point. Don't know about the schedule on that one. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, Kelly Gulickson, I have heard from people and it might be Gulickson. I haven't heard her name. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. But Callie, I keep hearing uh, she was at Aloe Moves before, which is another company, another company that teaches classes. And I've heard tons of great feedback from her other classes prior to moving to Peloton. Awesome. Both both instructors had their initial premiere classes this week. So if you haven't had a chance to take them, make sure you do. And uh, let's let's see what happens with these guys and what happens with uh, the tiger announcement in the fall. Roar. Roar indeed. Run, lift, and live with John Mills. So, uh, no John Mills this week. He uh, wanted to take a little time to himself. His mother sadly passed away. And so, our condolences to him. Very much and, and his uh, whole family. Yeah. and But we still, um, that's not going to stop us from stealing things from the Run, Lift, and Live page. Well, I, you can't call it stealing because I talked to John and he, he gave us permission. Oh, that's a shame. It's so much more fun when we get to steal things. <laughs> John, could you retract your permission? That'd be fun. And then we're like ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> Hopefully we made him giggle a little. I try. So uh, he found a story about uh, Form Yeah, is partnering up with Barry. Berries. Berries. Uh, and it's called like Barry's Boot Camp. That's been okay. a, a thing for a while. Um, so it, this is interesting because we've seen this happen before with another company. It was on John's page. Yeah. I already forgot what it was. Was it the Beach Body partnered up yeah. with somebody? Yeah. Uh, I think. And they're doing, they're taking the, to- the content from, I think that was from Mirror. Right. And uh, now they're taking the content from Form and they're using it. In these locations. It's also interesting to me because Forms, like in this weird place, they they did all this advertising last year and said that they were coming out with this device that was just like Tonal, but you didn't have to have a wall. You could use these like feet things. They look yeah. like skis whenever you just propped it up. But at any rate, then right before it was supposed to come out, they said, well, due to COVID, we're not going to be able to, to come out with this right away. So now they have a device that basically looks like a mirror. I'm still unclear if the other device is ever going to make it right. to um, out into the real world. I don't know. But that's kind of the history of form, which which is why I'm mentioning that because it's very similar to Mirror. And then they're now using a very similar technique to right. what Mirror did. So I find that all very fascinating. John pointed out in his post that Barry's only has like 70 locations worldwide. Okay. Uh, and most of them aren't in the US. And so John was like, how popular are these? And I know they're very popular. Like Rebecca Kennedy, who's at Peloton, came right. from Barry's boot camp. Uh Barry's boot camps. And uh now she obviously 
is a huge deal over at Peloton. So is it one of those things maybe where they don't necessarily have like official locations, but people get like certified to teach in that manner, kind of like how Mad Dog does with spin? I didn't get that impression. I got the impression there just weren't that many locations, but I did not do any of my own research on that. So I I can't say for sure. I, I know that Rebecca Kennedy, she taught actual classes at a Barry's Boot Camp location. Gotcha. Other than that, I don't know much about it. I know that people who who like the Barry's Boot Camp, they really have always spoken very highly of it. And that's really all I know. Okay. Well, while we're talking about uh, competitors, Icon Health and Fitness announced that they are officially changing their name to iFit. Yeah. And this is another one that we found on John's page. And he mentioned that he thinks that this is really just kind of them getting ready for the big merger next year. Gotcha. This is just kind of one of those things to get all their branding in place. Yeah. And, yeah which makes sense. It I would does. Because it's always been kind of confusing where it's like some of it's called iFit, but it's Icon Health. So it makes like, honestly, this sh- probably should have already happened. So <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it makes it easier to keep it all straight in our heads. So well, so. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, iFit. Thanks for cleaning up that whole branding situation. And then uh, also there was an interesting uh, FCC filing mm-hmm. about uh, Peloton and monitors. Yeah. And specifically, it was a tread monitor. And so that led to a lot of speculation about what this means. Right. But I don't think it means anything because I was working through this with our patent filing guru, Paul Bradley. Okay. And Paul Bradley kind of went through the past uh, FCC filings, and it turns out, so FCC filings, it's all about the communication between the monitor and the TV, or the monitor and like the airwaves. Right. So the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission, and they regulate the airwaves. So in the late 1920s, I think, they, they basically classified the radio band as a natural resource so they could regulate it, which is why the government can regulate the content that's on television, but not on cable because cable doesn't go over the airwaves. Yeah. So so Paul Bradley had two two kind of theories on this. One is that it might have something to do in preparation or in response to uh, Peloton's lawsuit that they have with Dish, because mm-hmm. we know that there's some issue with how they're providing um, how, how they're using the FCC right. airways. The other thing, and and I and we both agree this is probably more likely, is that this is just something that Peloton does for every monitor. And it's been a while since the Peloton tread came out. And so if you look back at when when like the different products came out and when the FCC filing, this is kind of in line with that. So gotcha. we think this is just normal it's version two it says it says tc1 vs2 and before it was tc1 vs1 gotcha i will say that i think wi-fi is regulated oh really by the fcc interesting and so um so it might be if the wi-fi for the device is in the monitor if that's where that lives it, it could be as simple as that okay well, there you- man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up. My dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins, and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good taste. 
tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Yeah. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. If you need proof, USA Gymnastics, that's pretty impressive. Definitely. Uh, You also know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. 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 It is so good to have you back. Thank you. Always great to be here with you guys. <laughs> well, right back at you. And uh, um, our Clipout community, they enjoy hearing your answers as well. We have another question for you. This one is from Lena Brace Tanguay. Uh, she wants to know tips for waking up early mornings, or does she just need to do it? She finds it harder if it's in the winter months. Evening workouts don't agree with meals and her legs need to calm down enough to fall asleep. Thanks in advance. (laughs) Oh, my God, Lena, I feel you. I am so not a morning person. Like, I mean, you you guys can attest like I left to my own devices, my natural biorhythms. I'm up till two, three in the morning and then I would sleep in if I had no work and no kids didn't know anything. So I get it. And I have two daughters who are ice skaters, which means that typically when, you know, we are not in the midst of COVID and the rinks are closed, I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning, three days a week to take them to the rink. So I feel you, Lena, like, like on a very deep and profound level, personally (laughs) and professionally, a few things. 
some of my tips are going to be healthier than others, but I'm also <laughs> going to share with the unhealthy ones because they've helped me. Uh, okay. Healthier tip is have a set bedtime. Make sure you're consistently going to bed at the same time in order to have what they call good sleep hygiene. You want to consistently be going to bed at the same time. The sleep experts say that even on the weekends, you should be continuing that sort of bedtime because that consistency is key. I don't know many people who are still going to sleep at, you know, like nine o'clock at night if they have to get up really early on the weekends. And at the same time, you always want to have that balance of you need to have a little fun in your life. You don't want to be waking up at five in the morning to exercise and have no life. That's not healthy either. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you want to make sure that when you are going to sleep, that you're in a fully dark room, that you should not be having any blue light from your screen or anything like that for at least an hour before you go to sleep because all the studies show that it really messes with your circadian rhythm and your ability to fall asleep because your brain sees the light and goes, oh, it's daytime. It's not time to sleep and kind of perks you up instead of helping you to fall asleep. I do recommend Peloton's meditation, especially the sleep meditation. I'm a huge fan of Ross Raver. Um, I love his meditations because in the beginning of all of his meditations, he says things like, your mind may be wandering right now. And I'm always like, how did you know, Ross? <laughs> it is. And, he's like, and that is part of your meditation process. And that's okay. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't have to worry. So, you know, I love his meditation because all the things that my brain does before I go to sleep, he kind of calls out. It's just like, that's okay. That's part of your process. Like, you may be a little fidgety right now. That's okay. I'm like, how did you know, Ross? <laughs> like, you're here with me. Um, so I do recommend doing a meditation and doing it in bed so you can fall asleep to the meditation. I do that every single night. Thank you, Ross Raber. And also, you know, the other thing is if sometimes if you're having trouble sleeping, what happens is you get anxious that you're not sleeping and you're like, it's two o'clock and I have to be up in five hours. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Now I'm, I'm going to have a terrible workout. When you get yourself worked up about that, you tend to get more anxious, which prevents you from sleeping. So sometimes, and here's my unhealthy tip, is that sometimes if I know I'm going to sleep without enough time, what I do is I think of my sleep as a nap. I will say to myself, okay, I'm going to take a little nap yeah. now and then I'm going to wake up and work out. <laughs> and for some reason, it shifts my thinking. I get less panicked about not getting enough sleep. And I also wake up with kind of a different attitude. And, and it's just kind of my own weird, quirky tip. And the other thing is I recommend put your workout clothes out the night before, pick it out. And especially if it's something that's really fun to wear that you can kind of look forward to, you know, Crystal, you and I have, have bonded on way too many Peloton <laughs> uh, apparel purchases. So I know you can relate to this, Yes, but sometimes it helps. You know, I remember one time my executive producer on couples therapy would say, to me, he's like, you really like your outfit today. I can tell you were walking different. And I was, I kind of blew it off. But then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's true. And it's the same thing with my workout. Like I used to have before Peloton, I think I had like two workout I, like items that I just wore over and over again. And I did find that when I have something fun to wear as silly and superficial as it is, it kind of helps kind of perk up the workout a bit. But so Knowing that, and if you're putting out your workout wear the night before, the other thing to do is to start to visualize your workout. Imagine yourself in that clothes. Imagine yourself on the treadmill. A lot of the time I do this before my long run because that is always 
more of a mental struggle for me than anything. And the night before, I will try to pick my class that I'm taking so I can try to get myself psyched about it. And then I'll, I will put out my clothes. And I'll try to imagine myself in that outfit on the tread, like go in that full 45 minutes or 60 minutes because that's really a challenge for me mentally. And then the the finally, the, the last thing I would say is look at what really is the best time for you to work out. There are times where we say like, oh, everybody worked out in the morning or I read a, a, an article that said workouts in the mornings are better. You may be better at 11 o'clock at night. Like if that's what works for you, then go with it. Really do kind of an honest analysis of, for your psychology, for your biorhythms, what is the best time for you to work out? And, and then go with that. Yeah, I mean, even if a morning workout is better, if you're not going to do it... Then it doesn't matter. It's better to do it at night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes people will pick a morning workout because then they're like, well, if I miss it, I can try at my lunch break or I can try before dinner or I can try after I put the kids in bed. So they're kind of giving themselves like a little Some room for error, positions. which I get... At the same time, what tends to happen is when we don't keep promises to ourselves, we start to think of ourselves as someone who doesn't keep promises to ourselves and it perpetuates it. And you want to set yourself up to succeed and keep that promise. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I totally do the nap thing that you said. <laughs> I do that where I was, yeah. I'll get mad at myself. Like, I only got an hour to sleep now. And then I'm like, wait, if I came home and it was like four o'clock in the afternoon, it was like you could take a nap for an hour. I'd be like, oh, sold. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I, yeah, it, it just changes my it. mindset when I do it. Yeah. Great awesome. advice as always. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on all social media at Dr. Jen Man. Two ends on Jen, two ends on Man. And if you want to see what Peloton workouts I'm doing, you can check out my Insta stories because every day I post what workout workouts that I have done, and you can check it out there. You can also find me on InStyle Magazine their website i have a weekly sex and relationship column that gets posted every week awesome thank you instructors in the news so we are getting closer to the return of robin arzan we are everyone keeps asking when will she be back well and we we still don't know exactly when she'll be back but what we do know is that she recorded in the studio this week uh she she posted on um all of her socials and it said don't call it a comeback and then she was like <laughs> strutting her stuff she was at that and she was obviously at the peloton studio and i think the caption said something to the effect of like uh been somewhere i haven't been in a while something yeah. to that effect so um you know there's also been a lot of uh speculation around robin's return will her first ride back be an in the heights ride right which it i like if i was a betting man i'd say yes i i would too because we know that she's planning one because she told lynn manuel miranda in her interview with him and also like the movie's not doing as well as they had hoped oh i didn't realize yeah, that so so i think that they would also want to do it to try and help the movie out to just raise more awareness about about the film so and it is a good movie and if you have hbo hbo max you already have access to yep, it so you yep. can go watch it for free on hbo max and then and uh it's the play that he uh wrote all the music and songs for before hamilton it's what gave him the juice to get hamilton produced so it was it was enjoyable we yeah. watched it the other night and i i really liked it i love hamilton more like for 
no doubt. But it was good. In the Heights was good. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, it's no Hamilton. But it's that's no like, Hamilton. It's like a once in not, a lifetime amazing achievement fair, type of thing. Right? Yeah. That's like. I'm just saying for people who might be like holding it to that standard. Totally, I just yeah. want to be like, it's not that good. It's like Highway to Hell is good, but it's still back in black. Exactly. Yeah. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Also, CNN uh, had an interesting story. 20 Peloton accessories to buy based on your fave instructor. Yeah, we don't even put full words in, I know. in uh, titles I know. Probably because they're... Their SEO oh, yeah. character count That's was true. getting too high. So I bet it like, is. Oh, I gotta say fave. Yeah. Uh, so they went through and they talked about like items that your favorite instructors have kind of inspired. So yeah. like, for example, for Cody Rigsby, a Britney Spears tank top, right. which would be perfect. Yeah. Uh, then I thought this was interesting. They took they took one from Etsy and said, like, get your life together, boo. Yeah. Um, now, that's can they even do that? Like, it's not owned by Peloton, but but like, do they have permission from Cody to do that? That's oh, well, his I mean, saying. I don't know. Like, unless he's trademarked, it, I don't know. I yeah, don't, I don't know that, that that there's much they can do about that. I don't know. That was kind of a side thought I had. Sure. But, but at any rate, uh, and then they suggested other things. Like, for they had stuff for Robin. Like, you know, she always wears bandanas. So, like, they they joked that she's never met a bandana that she didn't like. Gotcha. Uh, and and they had things about jewelry, and they had like a T-shirt that she uh, is kind of based off of her most successful people think it's her most successful ride i don't know if it actually is the hamilton ride okay uh, and she wore a tank top that day that said rise up and so they have a t-shirt in there ah. that says rise up you know so it's it's little things like that um and they also mentioned some things for emma lovewell and they mentioned some things for uh ali love and alex toussaint so um if you haven't gotten a chance to see that 
you probably ought to check it out. You might want to purchase something. I also just think it's fascinating that, that that's CNN worthy. I know. Well, it was CNN. What did they? CNN underscored. So I don't know where CNN underscored falls in gotcha. the CNN realm of things. Also, for everyone out there, I know they got Cody Rigsby's hometown wrong. I've Uh-oh. already had multiple people contact me and because they thought some somebody thought I had put and I was like, I didn't do it. I just like I just like copied and pasted exactly right. what the article had. But but you would think that if it was like pure CNN, that that some, that, that would have not got past a fact checker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. Clip out. So people are always looking for things to augment their home gyms. They sure are. And uh, we talked about this in the past. People really seem to dig it, but Fight Camp. Yeah. So it's really cool because you can learn to box or kickbox from real fighters. Like the, the instructors. People who've actually been in the ring. Yes. Punching and being punched. They are teaching you. Also, um, it's a great way to get your kids included on a fitness journey with you while teaching them, of course, a valuable skill. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and everybody's worried about the fitness equipment around their kids right now. And here's something that's super safe, right? It's just a bag and gloves and and an iPad. You don't there's no there's no moving parts or anything like that. There's there's no equipment that could hurt a child. And of course, you would be right there as a parent. So if they they're punching on the punching bag, they're not going to knock that thing over. They're not. It's just not going to happen. And uh, so. Let's kind of talk about what it is. Fight Camp is made for beginners to experience. So whether you've never done any kind of boxing or you've already done some boxing and you just want to keep keep up your skills, this works for you. Also, it comes with all of the gear you need to box at home. So you get you, they have a range of things you can get. You've got your bag. You've got your smart trackers. Mm-hmm. You've got your gloves. You've got your wraps. And you have the uh, stand that sits underneath the bag that you can fill with sand or water or the gel like we did. You filled yours with the gel, right? I did fill mine yeah. with the gel. And if you already have a bag at home, that's you don't have to buy one. You can just buy the trackers and stuff, yeah, right? So it's one less thing too. you got to buy. If you're interested, you can just buy the other stuff. So that saves you some money as well. You can pay for your fight camp over 24 months for less than the cost of a boxing gym and get it right away. Plus, Fight Camp offers free shipping with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip, C-L-I-P. So to get your free shipping on Fight Camp, go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip. Joinfightcamp.com slash clip. Peloton in the news. So we have uh, an official launch date for Peloton Australia. Yeah, and so just to be clear, the app is already live in Peloton Australia. Okay, but the actual Bike Plus, um, I think it's the Bike Plus and the uh, maybe that's all the Bike Plus will be on sale on July fourteenth. Okay, Bike and Bike Plus. I'm sorry, I'm confusing everyone. I just don't think that the treads are on sale there. That was my. Okay. That's what I was trying to make sure. Well, they're not so on sale anywhere, right? At the moment, no, they're not on sale yeah. anywhere. But I, I don't know if they're even planned to. I don't know if there is like a plan to push them out to gotcha. Australia or not. There could be, but at the moment, you can experience the bike and the bike plus, and they will be coming out July 14th. And so they're going to have those showrooms open in multiple cities, Sydney and Melbourne. You can go in, you can learn about the bikes, you can try out the bikes. Very cool. Very awesome. And uh, while we're talking about Peloton Australia, they have also ramped up their fight against Apple Fitness Mm -hmm. with a 90 day free app trial for 
Australia. Australia. That's right. And so if you are a brand new user, you can now try Peloton for free for 90 days. In Australia. In Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So they're coming in hot. They sure are. So Peloton debuted a, uh, I guess, their first post-lockdown ad this Mm -hmm. week. They did. And uh, it all takes place. It kind of looks like rear window, except nobody's getting stabbed. (laughs) Yeah, except for that. Yeah, except for that. Yeah, it's a really cool ad, and, and like it's so it's all these apartment build, all these apartments kind of like strung together, right? And and then in each one, somebody is doing something different on all the like different like either it's a treadmill or it's a bike or they're doing something on the app. They're, they're doing yoga, an, an outdoor run. That's right. Yeah, like it's it's really interesting. I think in that I I feel like this is the first ad that doesn't just feature. The bike, right? It, it like is it, the first ad that doesn't yeah, just like, feature the bike. Okay, yeah. So it's 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 about here's all the things that you can do with Peloton. It's not just a bike. Yep. And uh, and the article that came out actually uh, this this ad week article actually says that that was the whole point of it was to show to highlight the entire ecosystem of Peloton availability, not just one thing. So yeah. you nailed it, Tom. And people have overwhelmingly liked this ad. How about that? Yeah. Attention for an ad that's not negative. Precisely. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody (laughs) will complain about it because. Yeah. Yeah. Because people. And then the Hollywood reporter this week, hat tip to Gail Fine for sending this. She was the first person to send this to us. So thank (laughs) you. Had a really lengthy and interesting article about the Hollywoodization of Peloton. I felt like this article was just made for you, Tom, because it, it it takes like all of the things that you talk about, like pop culture yeah. and TV and how it's and like how an old, Pel- how it's like an old time movie studio. Exactly. Like, wh- who has said that for you years? You have said that for years. For you years I've have. said that. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, um, it also talks about um, us. Yeah. We got mentioned in the Hollywood <laughs> Reporter. So um, uh, you it can... cracks me up the mention because it talks about how Peloton like tries to trace the leaks and that that we leak to the world that they try to find out who told us that stuff. And you won't. You won't Peloton. <laughs> you can't get the Peloton profit. Yeah. Can't be done. <laughs> we should not issue a challenge. We should not. We should not. They're like, just send them a C and D. Let's see what kind of legal department the clip out has. That'll shut them up real quick. See who's laughing now. I uh, and I can't tell you though what a difficult conversation it was with the gang over on my other podcast, oh, Real really? Spoilers, where you know I got a got a podcast all about movies that I've been doing like. Three times oh, as long as I this podcast. Oh, I didn't even think about and that. The Hollywood Reporter doesn't write about it, the movie podcast; they write about the the Peloton podcast. I'm but, so sorry. Nah, that's okay. They'll live. But, but, uh, but there's this... so many movie podcasts, right? Right? Like that's that you know the the worth are one of many. Where so true. We invented the idea of a Peloton podcast. So we did. Can't we did. As a matter of fact. So so anyway, this article though is is fascinating. Just when it goes into details about like how much work goes into every class and how scripted they are that they don't necessarily feel scripted but i mean they they, they write, are they are and and which is 
a testament to the quality of their product. Like that's not I think some people maybe like a little not. I think a little uh, people are a little uncomfortable because they feel like it takes away from the authenticity of right. the instructors. But but keep in mind when we say scripted, the instructors are the ones right. scripting it. It's it's, it's, it's not, not written for them. It's no. written by them. But like they want to know what's going to be said and how they so they can produce it properly. They said like when Robin Arzan revealed that she was pregnant, they knew going in that she was going to reveal that in the 25th minute so the camera could pivot around and I'm assuming show the baby bump in a way that they had been hiding well, previously. And, and her husband was there and yeah. so he got to like he was in the shot because yeah. like the whole it was just beautifully done but it couldn't have been that beautifully done if it was just a surprise right, like, you know that's the thing is if you if you want those moments you know there's a show aspect to that and if you want if you want to enjoy those moments like you can't just wait for them to happen organically you you got to put a little effort into making it be that way yep and so that's just it's how it works and sometimes it's not sexy to see how the sausage made I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating. I know not everybody does, but, but I, I will also say that's why their content is so much better than everybody else's. You know, that's the thing. People think that you can just sit down and hit record, whether it's something like this podcast or whether it's Robin Arzon announcing that she's pregnant right. uh, or or anything, a commercial, anything. It It is not. It's no. not that simple. And so there's a lot of work that goes into it. And and the way you know that they're doing a good job is because you didn't know that. Right. You didn't know that it was scripted, that Robin was going to do that in the 25th minute. I mean, you probably knew that they all knew. Right. But you didn't know how to scripted what, it was. To what degree. Right. There are so many people out there that still think that when they watch a stand-up comedian, they're making that stuff up on the spot. Seriously, until I met you, I had... I, that's what I thought. Yeah. I had no idea that they were like, that was a thing yeah. and that they were working on it. And then they had done this a million times. Right. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, there are some that are a little bit looser than others, but they know exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. And so I was one of those people. But but that's that's the good news is that Peloton is like at such a high level. Right. You don't even know. Exactly. And of course, these newer instructors, you know, they're they're going to get it is going to take a little bit more time. But that's the other part that this article talks about is that, you know, you don't just start off day one as a Peloton instructor. Right. Those instructors, especially the new ones, are hired six months before we hear about them. And that's why you're always hearing all these rumors about such and such you yeah. know, letters in the background that they're names and stuff like that you're hearing that because peloton hires them so far in advance and they hire them to train them and yeah they get them up to speed that's right yeah so that they can do things like look at all the different cameras yeah so that they understand how the scripts work so that they use the same terminology the other instructors do because and, it's not good if you have all different people telling you different things and, and when i talk about how peloton is like a tv station like that's what tv stations do right like like when they started the Tonight Show, mm -hmm. you know, like when they were bringing Conan up, like when he took over the, the Late Show, let's say, or Late Night, he did like a month of shows that nobody ever saw. He just did them in the studio and they would bring in like people from other NBC sitcoms that were in the building at 30 Rock just so he could get a rhythm of doing it. And then like they did the same thing with Jimmy Fallon. He did. And then before he actually went live on air. He they streamed him online back before anybody really watched things stream online, just so they could get the feel of what it was like to put a show out. And so, you know, like that's how professionals that's, do it. That's quality assurance yeah. is what it is. And it's and it's important. And and I believe that Peloton even does that. Like I think that they do these classes with Peloton employees. So that yeah. and, and I think they do it with other instructors. 
characters too so they can get that real-time feedback and hear like how things are going um but anyway i just think it's really cool i love i love seeing how the sausage is made whether it's it's about an instructor and like all of the details of their life and what they do every day or if it's this that's cool to me so um i really enjoyed this article very cool so uh, Jill Woodworth spoke at the Bank of America Merrill Lynch 2021 Global Technology Conference. I can't even imagine what their T-shirts must look yeah. like. <laughs> I think it's just like letters. Like they can GTC. only sell them in 2XL. I think it's just GTC. There's so much stuff on there. You got to buy like four T-shirts to get it all on there. Well, uh, Jill had a few things of note to mention. I mean, she said a lot of good stuff, but I'm just highlighting a few. Yeah. Uh, one, Peloton delivery times are back to pre-pandemic levels. One to three weeks. Awesome. Now, if you placed your order a month ago or two months ago, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about brand new orders. That's right. where we're at right now. And of course, there are exceptions to that. It's not every city. That's sure. not every location. But by and large. That's where we are. Now, the smaller tread, another thing she mentioned, the smaller tread is expected to be back on the market mid to late July, which is okay. right in line with what we've been hearing, right. July. Now, keep in mind, that is the quote unquote regular tread, and it's the smaller one. The larger one, the news is it's going to take months to redesign. Gotcha. So, um, you know, for you guys out there waiting for it, just kind of you're going to have to wrap your head around that. It's Slow your be roll. It's just going to be months and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, now, another thing she talked about was the new production facility and the pre-core production facility. She's saying that they are going to play a significant role in continuing to lower price points for its bikes and treadmills down the road. Interesting. I thought that was very interesting. She said that they will be producing bikes out of the pre-core facility by the end of 2021. The actual year. Right. The calendar year, not fiscal. Calendar year. Thank you. And that it will bode well for prices for our consumers and broadening our audience. Wow. You don't hear about companies lowering prices very no. often. Except um, for uh, Schooner Tuna. <laughs> They're just going to help us get through these trying these times. Trying times. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then she also said, expect new offerings from Peloton after the company made a recent spate of quote unquote tuck in acquisitions, which we've we've talked about here. Right. That's your Otari, that's your the the watch one the wearable company. Exactly. And, yeah. Um and uh she said that it's going to really accelerate our investments in R&D and new products. This last point, I just want to make sure that everyone gets it is right in line with our prediction that you're going to see Tiger this fall. The calendar year 2021. Um, so I thought that was absolutely fascinating. Business Insider had all of that to report. Rolling Stone featured uh, Peloton's head of music, Gwen Bethel Riley, and on their future 25 list. They did. So Riley talked about a lot of things in this article, a lot of basically kind of the highlights of how much Peloton has changed music and how they do music since she's been there. Right. She's had a lot to do with that yeah. and deserves a lot of that credit. But one of the things that she mentioned that really stood out to me is that she talks about how she is eager to get more celebs into Peloton as guest instructors. Interesting. Was, and to play around with BPM. So she said to expand the diversity of class offerings and find more ways to introduce younger Peloton users to legacy artists through workout materials. An example she gave, a fast pop song might be slowed down for a nice yoga flow or a ballad adapted into a cardio hit, which I have seen, especially in the yoga flows. I am seeing that a lot, that they take these artists yeah. and they use 
a version that's really slowed down, and I really dig it. That's interesting. It's not something I would listen to every day, yeah. but I really like it for the yoga. You see that on YouTube a lot where people play with the keys mm-hmm. of a song, and they'll take like a pop song and play it in the minor key, and then all of a sudden it sounds really sad. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a very good point. Well, I thought that this was very cool, and I am very excited to see. She also said that they are plotting, Peloton is plotting some off-platform entertainment initiative involving Events, behind-the-scenes content, and apparel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Can't wait to see. Then Inside Hook <laughs> has the asking the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Is too much time on the Peloton crushing your junk? Okay, so I, so, I have to say, this is the same quote-unquote news outlet that reported about Peloton members falling in love with their Peloton instructors. Yeah. So, you know, for those of you who wrote to me about how dumb this was, I know, I know it was funny. <laughs> like it was, it was posted in yeah. an ironic sense, not because like I was worried about men's pelvises. And no, cause I don't ride. So you're welcome. I'm good. Like I'm you're good. You, that, you had to breathe a <laughs> sigh of relief knowing that I don't ride the bike when you saw what could, the damage it could do. To my junk. Yeah. Now, now I will say that, like, from a medical perspective, everything they're saying in this article is true. But it's true about any bike. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This isn't about Peloton. Right. This is this is just like they use Peloton as a as clickbait. Clickbait for yeah. sure. Any bike can can cause these problems, whether it's outdoors, indoors, etc. Even if you're using, you know, the the what do you call them, the bibs that like add cushion, it yeah. can still cause these problems. Like so, like. I am not at all saying that like people should not ride their Pelotons yeah. or ride any exercise bike or ride outdoors. I am just saying medically the information they're providing is correct. It, but but it's, like it's not affecting every single person or yeah. causing these problems. And I, it's not exclusive to Pelotons. Not it's at all. To bikes in general. So exactly. It's just silliness. Yes, it was silly. It just made me giggle. Um, in the same way that the uh, are you falling in love with your instructors? Yeah, totally. Peloton members are falling in love with their instructors. <laughs> Anything to get a click. Clip out. So joining us again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from <laughs> MetPro. And uh, first off, hi. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so uh, I thought we'd do something a little different. So Angelo is now if officially... He's been my coach, but he's now officially Crystal's coach as well. So we thought this would be a good situation for you kind of see what MetPro's like, right? He's going to walk you through one of our sessions where he recaps where where we're at, how we're doing, how we're not doing. And what a great time because we both just got back from Disney. Where, where we gained 10 pounds each each yeah each so uh so this this could be a little awkward we're so in love we even gain the same amount of weight while we're on vacation so you have no idea how happy i was that he gained the same amount of weight that i did like you have, you no, have idea. no idea how happy i was that i that i gained the same amount of weight that she did like i i was very happy so I'm uh, normally I'm glad that you're you're on the Zoom so we can see you, but now I can see the disappointment in your eyes. <laughs> all right, go ahead, let us have it. All right. So first of all, I hope you and you had to have really enjoyed. So this wasn't a one day trip. You guys went and you indulged and you yes. enjoyed. And by the way, I do believe that is what I exactly to the letter. What my directions were. It, it to was. You, you were like, go and have fun. And you were you you gave us tips. And uh, I think it was a little easier for me with how I like to eat than it yes. was for Crystal. But you were like, lay off the carbs at breakfast and then 
have a lunch with yep. the, with a dessert, whatever you want to do. Same yes. with dinner, but don't yep. don't sit there and just kind of graze throughout the day. And by and large, we we managed we, to do that. We were successful with that. There were there were a couple of days we were not, and and that was one because we were sick a couple of days, yeah. and so you know there was like a lot of ice cream consumed on those days because our sore our throats were so, so sore. Yes, um, <laughs> I had frozen lemonade. That's ca- that's like a fruit, right? right. He sort of had yeah, a fruit. Yeah, lemons, water. <laughs> And uh, and yeah, and I had been eating oatmeal every day for breakfast. So that was that was kind of a switch for me to go to like just eating the the eggs. I was eating like a breakfast bowl thing that just had like eggs and bacon. But um, but for the most part, we managed to do that. And we were walking a lot. We were walking a lot like 12 to 15 miles a day. Yeah. Our our lowest our lowest was nine. No, ten, it was, it was just, like shy of 10, just shy of 10,000 steps. And that was the only day that we were under 10,000. We had a couple days where it was 18,000. Yes. So. yes. That was a pretty fantastic text exchange when I told when you told me your steps. Yeah. And then I told you you went on a pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> and I said I, I did because Disney is my religion. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, if I can only make it tax deductible. <laughs> Right now, if it's only task deductible, exactly. So, first of all, I'm going to get called out by our clients. They're like, "Wait a second! You told them only three meals a day." So, <laughs> we had a strategy this time, which was different from mm-hmm. last time you went on a vacation. Yeah. And so, the strategy this time was to kind of gridlock and time gate where the bad eating was going to be, and that was a decision. Not because typically I actually am always promoting the first thing I want to know when somebody's going to go on vacation is let's talk about your snacks. What are we packing in advance? What tools are you going to have? In this case, I wanted to do it a little different because I knew that there was going to be an element of, oh, the lines are getting long or, oh, our pass is up or, oh, we got to be here at this time. And then the day never goes as planned because, you know, my wife and I are huge Disney fans. And so anytime we go, we know how that works. You get there and all of a sudden it was an unexpected longer line or now we're here. It's a shorter wait for this attraction or whatever the case may be. So I knew that you would need at least a good break at lunch, a good break at dinner. And by gating the bad food, you know, it's so easy to graze all day. People ask me about this with Super Bowl parties. They ask Mm. me about this with Super Bowl parties and they say, well, what can I eat? You can eat anything you want, but you have to eat it with the meal. The problem is you can eat it at a meal because you're only going to fit so much quantity in your belly in one sitting. <laughs> I had a six-hour okay, lunch. <laughs> a six-hour lunch. That's the problem. I can do it. If it's, you, can, you can do it. If, if it's what you're going to eat over the course of the day, then that's because you can walk by the bowl and grab a, you know, a handful of chips or grab you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that and do some, do some big damage. Now, that being said... We managed to do a little bit of damage. However, however, this is fixable. This is repairable. I asked you when you told me I'm we're going to Disney for a week. I asked you, well, are you going to Disney again for a week next month or the month after? And if the answer is no, if you're not doing this every other month and you have a special trip, what I want you to do on that trip is enjoy yourself. That's what I want you to do. And that's why I'm so mean to you. The other 51 weeks. That's it. You know, I have all my favorite story about this is I had a client who called me up and she said, oh, Angelo, I, I got into the candy dish 
And it was around the time of year where they had those leftover heart-shaped candies, oh, the yes. I love you candies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, candy, the, the ones that taste like chalk. Conversational and hearts. I said, yeah. And, and, and I said, you mean to tell me after three weeks of nailing your meal plan, you cheated with chalk-flavored heart-shaped candies? And she said, yeah. I said, next time I want to hear tiramisu. I want to hear, you know, uh, cobbler, apple cobbler. I want to hear. So the thing is, save it up. Don't nickel and dime me. Don't nickel and dime me. Don't nickel and dime yourself. What I want you to do is save it up. Have a good routine. The once in a while trips, the once in a while vacations, uh, you're going to do a little damage, but as long as we're winning the war, and here's my definition of winning, all things being equal, you drift back into routine, not out of routine. People all the time say, Angel, what do I do? I got an event on the 24th of this month. And I tell them, if you can tell me the dates that you're going to cheat on your diet, you are doing just fine. It's the, it's the middle of the day on Tuesday afternoon. I'm bored. Nothing's going on. And I'm nickel and diming myself. That's what undermines your results. So before we left, you guys were on a cutting cycle. Mm -hmm. We determined that and we were actually doing exceptional. In fact, I believe you both hit uh, personal records on progress during that time. We did. Yes, we did. Very, very proud of you. You guys did excellent. Normally, what we would have done was a process called up adjusting, a metabolic revving cycle for a little bit longer prior to your event. I made a call not to give you quite the full runway because we were dropping pounds so well, and that's just fine. What you're going to find is after you're back within about three to four days, then you're going to see what damage you did. So already you guys are down two, three pounds overnight. Yeah. Uh, You didn't burn three pounds of fat because that wasn't three pounds of fat. That was three pounds of water and inflammation and just, you know, getting the lead out after, you know, being on your feet, walking around and being sore from that many miles a day, having that much sugar crammed into such a small (laughs) amount of time. You did an impressive job of that. (laughs) But... Crystal smiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, mean, was there was definitely some sugar. There was some sugar <laughs> and some chocolate. So what I think you guys are probably interested in what you know the listeners might want to hear is what's next. Well, what's next is we're going to get right back on track where we were. But surprisingly, what we're not going to do is we're not actually going to go into a fat burning cycle. We're going to get rid of the extra. We're going to get you back to where we're at. And so here is the reality. A lot of times what I want to see post-vacation is I actually want to see someone get back to their pre-vacation weight. Now, here is the truth. Based on your analytics and where you're at, it's not going to happen. So I don't want you to be disappointed if you don't get all the way to your pre-vacation weight, but you will get very close. We'll get you within a pound or two of it. Okay. Uh, And the reason is just having to do with where your metabolic rate is at and again, It's because of the success you had and you were at your lowest of low right before you left. We're going to get close to that and then we're going to do a revving cycle. However, we are going to do a shorter revving cycle than what I would typically do because you kind of already started it last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were doing the revving. So you did you did a little revving. Your body's used to a few extra calories and plenty of carbs. Mm-hmm. 
So we're just going to make sure we kind of skim off the top, get you back down close. We're going to do a revving cycle, but this time what we're actually going to lean in on is we're going to keep leaning in on the exercise where we bring you up to a moderate carb intake and you guys have been crushing it on this front. We're going to bring you up to a moderate carb intake. I'm going to keep you there probably just two or three weeks because when you factor in the last week, that'll be plenty of time. And then we're going to go back to a cutting cycle, but next cutting cycle will be different. Uh, well, at least be different for you, Tom, in that we're not going to stair step you down like we did the first time. We're going to do more like this previous and just we're going to cut. Pull the rug out from under me. Okay. Yeah, okay. Pull the rug out from under you. Okay. Um, and, and I do expect that you guys will hit another all-time low on your next cutting cycle. So it'll be probably we're in mid-June, so it'll probably be early to mid-July you guys are going to be absolutely cooking. So we got this. Okay. Awesome. So I guess that's what we have to look forward to. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that we didn't just completely destroy ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I still no. would have done it, but. No, no. Oh, you're a lost cause. Yeah. Lost cause. <laughs> so you guys are doing awesome. And so what we'll do is end a week. I'll, I'll reach out to you and we'll recap and look at your numbers at that point. And basically, and I know this sounds counterintuitive, but what we're actually going to do is by the end of the week, if you're still dropping, we're going to let it ride another other week. If you're not dropping, we're actually going to increase because that tells me, okay, this is about where your body's going to get. And so we're going to go into the revving cycle, but we'll, we'll know by Friday of this week. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? Metpro.co slash TCO. And don't forget, we have a contest going on right now where if you go to that website, metpro.co slash TCO, download the app from there or uh, set up a consultation call. You will be registered to win six free months of MetPro, uh, all the bells and whistles. So go check it out. In case you missed it. So uh, we have a new winner, leader in the ride to greatness. It's, it's winner it, because it's the final. Okay. That was the final That was win. the final. Yeah. Greatness has been ridden to. It has. It has. It has. For this season. For this season. Yeah. Alex made sure to say that for season one. Uh, okay. That's it for season one. Gotcha. But, but the winner for season one was, in fact, Team Validate. Okay. So it was back and forth. Yeah. It was, it was a very hot match, but... Uh, came in the end congratulations to team valid congratulations indeed peloton artist collaboration so we have a new artist series this time from big frida yes uh and i would like to mention that uh right off the bat big frida she identifies as a gay man ambival ambivalent yes. about her pronouns, but but typically goes by female pronouns, she and her. So I looked that up, everyone. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I got it right. Yes. So um, and another another timely artist. Yeah. As, because we're in the Pride Month. Mm -hmm. So I love that they last year they had um, uh, True D. Smith and she is Amazing. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to Big Frida yet, but I am hoping that I love it as much as I do. True D. Smith. Peloton birthdays. We have not one, not two, but three birthdays. June this week. is June is a big month, but but specifically this week is a big week. Yeah, yeah. So so we've got Selena Samuela, June twenty second, and then get this, Andy Spear and Dennis Morton. Both on June 23rd. 
So if you're writing birthday cards this week, you're going to be getting hand cramps. Yeah. Also, my dad's birthday is June 23rd, if anybody needed to know that. How about that? Mm-hmm. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us today <laughs> via the magic of ZoomTube is the very, very patient. Very patient. <laughs> Danielle Verway. Hey, Danielle. How's it Danielle. going? Danielle. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. She's smiling now. She yeah. wasn't smiling when I made her wait. We felt bad. Well, Crystal had a work emergency blow up, and so we left sure. her. Sure, is that what we're calling it these days? <laughs> we left her in a Zoom it's waiting Friday room. Friday at six o'clock is a work emergency. It really was. Yeah, it is. Where's you... that bottle of wine, Crystal? Oh my god, <laughs> you have no idea. I really want a bottle of wine right now. If there was liquor involved. She'd have been on time. <laughs> I literally. I really told my boss less than an hour and a half ago that I wanted he like is a huge bourbon aficionado and I was like tonight I want you to drink the most expensive bourbon you have for me (laughs) (laughs) he didn't want to open that bottle I wasn't worth it but that's a whole nother story (laughs) so anyway Danielle let's talk Peloton now you've had your Peloton for a while but I don't know exactly when so how did Peloton come into your life And when on the timeline did that occur? So I started as an app user back in 2018. Okay. I saw the bike on like a late night infomercial something or other. And I mentioned to my husband and he was like, yeah, no, not buying that bike. It's (laughs) almost $3,000. You're out of your mind. And I'm like, but I love spinning and I'd love to have a bike at home. Now, I already had the Proform Tour de France bike. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Okay, gotcha. Where you could like ride the Tour de France and... Mm -hmm. And the console, when it stopped working, it was almost like $2,000 when I got that bike. So he's like, no way I'm putting out that kind of money again on another bike. Okay. So I was like, oh, whatever. Friend comes to me and says, hey, you know, you can use the app. So I started using the app and riding the spin bike at the gym. Really, really just fell in love with it. Was riding all the time. And then at Christmas, he surprised me with the bike. So I got the bike December 2018. Redemption. I mean, he really came through. Oh, wow. Cause, I and mean, I had no idea. The bike had been sitting in my basement since like November. What? Well, how did he hide that? Because this was that? back when delivery was fast. Because well, I didn't <laughs> use my basement often. Wow. Yeah. That's a little disconcerting. <laughs> that like he could hide something. What else is he hiding I know. down there? There could be like, have you explored the <laughs> basement know. since this occurred? Like he could have a sex dungeon in that basement and you would know. And you, if there's one thing I Listen, you don't. if he has a second wife down there, she come take care of the kids. That'd yeah. be nice. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to let a good sex dungeon go to waste. That's just, but I just can't imagine having the bike in the yeah, basement and yeah. never knowing. Oh my gosh. So I like, had no idea. He had our oldest son come and take me out. We were supposed to go out to lunch, but of course I was like, no, let's go work out. So I took him to the gym and we worked out and they delivered the bike. I literally just missed the truck leaving out of my house. They came, I think he said they probably pulled up like 10 minutes after I pulled out. Wow. <laughs> they delivered the bike. I had no idea. Christmas morning, he put the shoes under the tree. Yeah. So when I got to that box, I opened it and I'm like, holy shit, is there a Peloton in this house? <laughs> and then he's like, no, just the shoes. Just just the shoes. Yeah. I thought you'd enjoy the shoes. Like, it's in the basement. I'm like, okay, screw the kids. Screw Christmas. I'm going to get my bike. <laughs> Were you like, um, I left your gift in the car. Uh, it's going to be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in like 45 minutes. <laughs> and then you come back all sweaty. Yeah. You're, you're like grabbing the Walgreens clerk by the lapels. What's the most expensive gift you have? 
<laughs> You're like, congratulations, I bought you 75 cartons of Marlboro Lights. <laughs> I'm sure she got him something good, but that's—I don't know what they normally do for Christmas. That I seems did, like a really I, big. I don't gift. Even remember what I got him that year. Yeah. I think I got him a new iPhone. Well, okay, that's good. That's, that's a solid. good gift. Yeah, that's yeah. Solid. That's a good gift. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Well, you just yeah. hate. I, he's definitely the better gift buyer of the two, but that's because I want more stuff. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I'm easier to shop for. <laughs> she's got a good point. You've got a really good point. I think I can start saying that Tom's a better gift giver, but it's because I want more things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm totally stealing that. <laughs> but we've had those years where one outgifts the other, we like, have. and it's just blatantly obvious. Yeah. Like, it, it's and it's, it's gone both ways. We've both been on on the receiving and non receiving end of that, where it's just there's just nothing that really fits perfectly, and you're just like, but you got and so it's like, yeah, that's always a rough day. It is. Yeah. It's very It was awkward. not rough for me. I did not care. Yeah, you're like, not <laughs> I me. love that. Oh my God. Yeah. I, God, my brain. I wish I could do that, Danielle. Just turn it off. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> well, she got him a good gift though. Like, yeah, it's I not, know. Yeah, but like, she she said she didn't care either way. Like she had done it and yeah. she moved on and she enjoyed her bike. And good for you, because if you get something that exciting, you need to be able to really enjoy it. Otherwise, what's the point? Totally. Right? Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So were you exercising like all the time with the app? Was it like when you got the Peloton, it changed how much you were exercising? Did it stay the same? How did that work? I've been worked out for like a long time. Like working out has kind of just been like my thing. I've been boxing. I've run like seven half marathons, a bunch of 10Ks, several 5Ks. I still to start teaching a boxing class at my local gym right before the pandemic hit. And I had already been spinning. I've been spinning for like years back in the day when they used to only play like electronic techno music. Like that's how long I've been spinning. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of fun though. Back then in the spit, like whenever you would spin, it was like so loud and you could really feel the beat. And I, as a per, I have zero ability to keep up with the beat. So like for me, that was super awesome to be back then. <laughs> Music today doesn't have as much I as I loved beat. it back then. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I mean, those classes were amazing back then in like 2000, 2001. They were so good. But yeah, so no, I've been working out for a long time. And then when I got the bike, of course, I started working out more with the bike. But I honestly didn't start working out as much with the Peloton bike until the pandemic hit. And then I couldn't go to my gym anymore. Okay. Because I belong to several gyms. So I was still doing my gym thing and the bike at home. And like trying to fit it all in. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. So do you just do the bike content or is it like, are you doing other Peloton content or have you gone back to the gym or what's, how's that looking? I don't see myself as going back to the gym anytime soon. Anyway, you I do miss sometimes lifting heavier weights, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, like at home I have like almost a full gym. So, and I do all of the content on Peloton I mean, stretching and yoga, I probably do about that much. <laughs> the smallest possible amount of stretching and yoga. I get it. Possible. It's not. But I as, do do everything. I like the stretching and the yoga, but I always feel like I'm not doing enough. Like, even though I know that I should be able to fit it in, it's like, well, if I only have an hour to work out, then I feel like I have to get something like cardio or strengthen. And then yoga just always goes to the bottom and the stretching does, too. It always goes to the bottom of the list. It shouldn't. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but you know what I found? One of my friends recommended doing the standing yoga in place of the five minute post ride stretches. Hmm. And I actually like that better. So now why do you like to try doing that when you jump off the bike, do a standing yoga? Okay. Okay. But why do you like that? I find that the stretch is better. Really? Yeah. 
Now, do you look for like a specific one? Like, does it like target certain things? Like, are you looking for like standing yoga? Like, I don't know, stretching your hips or is, or is it just like any of them? Just any of them. Okay. I just grab a standing yoga and do that one instead of doing a five minute post ride stretch. Okay. She gives good advice. So. Well, I don't know what standing yoga is. I mean, I guess it's make it out. It's yoga while you're standing, mm-hmm. but like that just, I guess I don't get it. I think it's, I hear it and you're the one doing it. So you tell me, Danielle, but I hear it as like, you're still getting the stretch, but it's like done in a flow, like a yoga flow. So therefore she's getting a better stretch out of it. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like they can't. So I don't know. It's really weird. Cause you know, when you do like the figure four stretch where you put your foot on your knee and you Think back the way they have you do it when you're doing standing yoga. I get a much better stretch. I don't know if the instruction that they give with it, the way they lead you into it, that I can like sink deeper and just get a better stretch than if I were to just do the regular figure four stretch. I don't know what the difference is. Honestly, it really is just the stretch, but I think it's the way they put the movements together, maybe okay. that yeah. makes it a better stretch. That's but it is it's literally yoga just standing. You just don't ever get on the floor. They have chair yoga too. Okay. I haven't tried that. All right. Jerry when you're stuck at your sit. desk or something, you could do chair yoga. Yeah. And that's good for people who have like myself bad posture because I tend to sit at the computer like this. So <laughs> it's good to do chair yoga, but I forget. I forget to do that stuff while I'm working. Also, I don't know when I'd have time. Yeah. I haven't this. tried chair yoga yet. Just the standing <laughs> one. <laughs> you could combine them and stand on your chair. No. No. That no, sounds dangerous. That doesn't sound like a good They're idea. They're passcode. I'm, I, no. <laughs> Stop you from doing Can that. you do it and record it though? Let me know how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, just go into YouTube and type in fail. And I'll, it'll be, I'll be in all the best ones. <laughs> okay. You are a moderator for Black Girl Magic, Peloton Edition, right? I am. I just became a moderator probably like six months ago, maybe something like that. It hasn't been that long. Okay. Relatively new to the group. Yeah, I love that group. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of spunk. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you find your way to them since you just you just found them? I mean, late in your Peloton career. Yeah, I mean, I've been part of the group for a little bit. I found them through the official Peloton page. Like someone commented or something and said, there's a Black Girl Magic group. And they like, and I'm like, oh, I'll join. So I invited myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how no one, work, had, no one was inviting me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm inviting myself. What sure. the hell? <laughs> Yeah. So I joined and I just started like posting my workouts and stuff. And really what happened was when everyone started the work from home, people were really confused about how to work out. Like no one was used to working from home, but I've worked from home for, it'll be almost 17 years now that I've worked from home and, you know, worked remotely. So I kind of know how to fit it into my day and I kind of had it all planned out. So I was like, Hey, I'll just share my workouts with you guys. And you guys can work out with me if you want to or not or whatever. So I kind of ended up creating like a swarm schedule and people were following my workouts like all the time. That's so awesome. I was like, I'm the self-appointed swarm ride organizer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And now it's literally like a thing. Like we have multiple times during the day now where people ride. So we have like an early morning, we have the midday, we have the evening, we have late night. So West Coast can get on it. And I make up the schedule every week and all the ladies follow it. And then they take pictures and I post a collage of us Aww. and tag the instructors and Peloton. Yeah. How do you choose the ride? Oh, it's fun. Okay. So it used to just be like really random. It'd be like, let's just do this, this, that, and the other. But in doing it for so long, I kind of came up with like a rhythm. So every day is something we'd follow the same format. So like Milestone Monday with Love Squad, because like right at the height when they stopped recording in the studio and Allie couldn't do any live shout outs she started doing milestone monday where she would ride on demand in the on demand class and then afterwards she'd pop on instagram live and give a shout out to anyone who had told her she would that they were hitting a milestone 
So Milestone Monday became a thing in like Love Squad. So we always ride with them on Mondays. Tuesday is Tabata Tuesday. Wednesday, I decided we would do bike boot camp. Thursdays, we usually do some kind of hit class, like hitting hills, or maybe we'll do a climb. And then Friday is like the fun day so that you forget about all the torture I put you through Monday through Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) And what constitutes fun? Is it just all standing yoga? (laughs) (laughs) No, it'll be like a theme ride or something that's not as difficult. Okay, You know, maybe like a club bangers or maybe even a low impact or mostly the theme rides, though. So like the Black History Month rides are good ones or the artist series. Any of the ones where the instructors generally don't go crazy. (laughs) Gotcha Do you ever throw the DJ rides or runs in? We have not done a DJ ride yet We need to do one for sure They're a lot of fun And I don't know if your group has a lot of tread users But DJ John Michael also does the tread DJ runs with uh, Adrian So that's you get the bike rides and the tread DJ runs So that's fun We do We actually have a whole tread group too And I have yet to do a DJ run with Adrian And I think because they're on Friday nights And Friday nights I'm like Time to have like some wine. I'm yeah. not running. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is nothing to be sorry about. No, not at all. I have three. Ch- well, technically, I have four children, but I'm like, I have three children that have drove me crazy all week with homeschooling. I'm not doing anything on Friday night. I don't blame you at all. If you can relax, you should. <laughs> so, do they always homeschool, or is that a pandemic thing? That's a pandemic thing. Okay. I was like, wait, you work from fair home God, and no. you homeschool? <laughs> Like, you are a glutton for punishment. If they homeschooled all the time, I'd start drinking at 10 a.m. and wait till Friday. Start having them drink. <laughs> no, no, no. A little NyQuil in the morning never yeah. hurt anyone, right? Just a little, little bit of Benadryl on the gums. And good. So this is not actual advice. You need to put that out there. Yes. Before yes. we get sued. Yes. Yeah. Or yelled at. Or someone don't add No, us. we don't recommend it. Yes. <laughs> We're just having fun, guys. And I'm not giving my children NyQuil. Okay. <laughs> okay, now that we got that cleared yes. up. Yes. <laughs> so how old are your kids? Our oldest is 26. And okay. then we have 16, 12, and 9. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're in the thick of it. Yeah, you are. Oof. Mm. We are. I tell people all the time, I'm like, the way we space them out, we always are in a shitty time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you've either got, you know, a toddler or infant or a, a moody teenager, or <laughs> like, we don't get the break because they're all going through one of those like awkward stages. It's because they're always going through one of those awkward stages. <laughs> I bet you the 26 year old probably is still going through one. Oh. <laughs> you know what? He's actually really good. Okay. It's funny because my youngest tells me all the time that he's my favorite. He's like, I'm your favorite because he's the only one that looks like me. The other ones look like my husband. And he's named after me. So he's Daniel. So he's saying, I'm your favorite. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not PJ, which is our oldest. I'm like, he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It makes him He's try harder. He's self-sufficient. Yeah. Just, he and, pays all his own bills. He bought a house. I'm like, <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> That's our goal for all of them, isn't yes. it? <laughs> the next one to leave then becomes the favorite. <laughs> That's good. That gives, it's like carrot and the stick, you yeah. know, like it gets some, yeah. get, it injects some capitalism to the equation, right? right? Like it's the free market taking over and some competition <laughs> to make the kids work harder to be your favorite. I like where your head's at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not just a moderator for the Black Girl Magic Peloton Edition. You also 
are an admin on the You Get To crew. So you're a busy lady in the Peloton world. Now, how did you? I am. How did you become an admin? Like, were you part of forming the group for the You Get To crew, or was that like you found them and just like worked your way up the admin ladder? <laughs> <laughs> well, the BGM has a Tread Tribe group, and they put together a schedule. And Jess's boot camps were on there all the time. So I started taking her tread boot camps a lot. And then I would make these funny Snapchat videos, basically cursing her out for almost killing me. (laughs) Um, And she was highly amused by them and started like reposting them. And then I found out she had a Facebook fan page. I was like, oh, so join the fan page. And I comment here and there. And I, you know, I guess it's pretty active. And they all laughed at my Snapchat videos. I mean, who doesn't love a filter and a funny voice? (laughs) And then Nicole reached out and was like, hey, we'd like you to be an admin. And I was like, what? Really? (laughs) She's like, yeah. So here we are. (laughs) Aw, that's nice. That is nice. So normally I wouldn't put you in this position. You're adminning two groups and normally wouldn't ask you to pick a favorite. But since you'll pick a favorite child... It doesn't seem like a big deal to pick a favorite Facebook group that you admin. So here we are. I love them equally. (laughs) I'm not sure what it says that you're more worried about offending the Facebook groups than your children. She knows the kids aren't going to (laughs) listen. That's true. That is true. They don't listen. Well, you know, honestly, the groups are so different. You know, I love BGM because it's all black women and women of color coming together who are all like working towards the same thing, just wanting to be the healthiest version of ourselves possible. And you get to crew is all people of all walks of life who were brought together just because of our love of Jess. So they're so very different. Like (laughs) it's just a different group. And, you know, of course there's mingling because there's a lot of people who are in black girl magic who are also in you get to crew. So there's a lot of crossover, but it's so different that it's like, I really couldn't say I love one more than the other because I love them for different reasons. I get that. They so fill a different really they fill a different need yeah. for you. They really do. Yeah, they that do. Makes sense. It does. That does make sense. Unlike my children. Right. <laughs> right. Because because kids just they just take. They're not giving. <laughs> Except that twenty six year old, see, he's got it all down. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really love kids. I'm not <laughs> yeah, people are gonna be like, Man, they really hate kids over there. Not at all. <laughs> A comedian I like a lot named Doug Stanhope He's very dark so like if you don't like Don't look him up but uh, (laughs) Unless you like that sort of stuff But he's got a great line where he says Our children are like poems they're all beautiful To their creators (laughs) (laughs) Like yeah yeah, That sounds about right That's a fact (laughs) So having said that you know each one Fulfills a different need for you Like from a perspective of if somebody was curious about those groups, what's unique about each group should they want to join? I mean, basically just what I said. You know, if you're like a woman of color, <laughs> she's like, I just and told you you're that. looking for your group of people who identify who face the same challenges as you or most likely face the same same challenges as you, then that's a place to go. We find a lot of people who are new to Peloton and they go on the official Peloton page and they ask questions that are more suited to be answered by another person of color. You know, like if you have wear your hair natural, how do you do it? How do you deal with it? You're sweating all the time. And what products do you use? And first of all, the official Peloton page, I'm sorry, is toxic. Yeah, For, I would not ask <laughs> no that. No matter the question. I can't even imagine what the reaction, I mean, I can't imagine and it, like it would be gross. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
So, you know, so we found a lot of people that are over there. So if you have things like that and you just want to connect with a group of people who look like you, who, you know, experience the things as you, then definitely come over and join Black Girl Magic. And of course, if you love Jess, then you're going to want to join You Get To Crew. We welcome everybody. So if you just have a love of Jess and you love cursing her out, it's even better. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we curse her out on the regular. I am the OG of the Curse Out crew. Thank you very much. <laughs> it should be an FOG <laughs> of the Curse Out crew. That's what yeah, I would say. That's fair. So I have a question about Black Girl Magic. Just a point of clarification. So you said women of color. So is it not just for like African-American women or is it for other I'm not trying to play semantics. I just didn't know. And I wouldn't want someone to not join it if they didn't think that it was open to them. If they identify as a black woman, then it's for them. So okay. if they are multiracial, okay. they're more than welcome. Gotcha. But if they don't identify as a black woman, then that's not the place for them. Okay, okay. cool. I, w- I didn't know like if I was misinterpreting it. So I just wanted to make sure that I had a handle on it. So thank you. For the clarification. You're welcome. (laughs) Now that education portion of our program is complete. (laughs) (laughs) So would you like to share about the health issue that you kind of have to balance with exercise? Do you feel comfortable sharing about that? Sure. So probably, I guess it's like three years ago at this point, maybe, maybe going on four. I don't know. Time is getting away from me. I was like out running and I almost passed out and I called my husband and we went to the ER because I thought I was having a heart attack. They couldn't find anything. Long story short, after multiple like fights and seeing many specialists, turns out I have scarring on my lungs. So my lungs are only functioning at 65% capacity. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Fun time. So apparently I've had asthma for all of my life and it went untreated. Oh. So for anyone out there who's suffering with asthma, make sure you're using your inhaler. I thought I grew out of asthma. I had it as a child and I thought it went away, but apparently I just learned how to deal with the asthma attack. So it went untreated for years and caused the scarring. Wow. And then I didn't know that was didn't even know. Lung function. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know that was possible. Wow. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I do not. Me neither. <laughs> and you know, now that you say that, I mean, I have, I have heard people say like, oh, I had it as a kid. And I mean, not a doctor. I was just like, I thought if you, that's the kind of thing, if you had it, you had it. But like now I wonder if maybe they still have it and don't realize it like you like I yeah. they just they don't exercise as hard as Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what kind of brought it to the forefront? Just the exercising in general or? No, I don't know. Like it just all of a sudden out of nowhere. I have no idea why it like. All of a sudden, it became a problem, but I guess it's not a problem until it is a problem. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I discovered scary. it. We were playing like soccer or something when I first found out I had it. And then later on, when I was probably maybe like 20, so I said it was like exercise induced and I need to use an inhaler for that. And then I just didn't feel like I was having any asthma attacks. So I wasn't using an inhaler on a regular basis. And apparently, I was having many asthma attacks and not knowing it and therefore not using an inhaler. So is it like when you're exercising and you get like winded, your heart rate gets up? So is it like what you thought were being out of breath from exercising were really kind of smaller asthma attacks? Or is there a way to distinguish now that you're aware of the situation or no? Like now my chest feels like tight. Like it feels like someone is squeezing my chest or that someone's sitting on me. Okay. Um, So then I know that I'm having like an asthma attack. And it's funny because my son, my 16 year old, he has asthma since he was about two. 
And I remember him saying to me one day, we were sitting there and he's like, mom, you're having an asthma attack. And I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, I can hear like you're wheezing. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he's like, mom, you're having an asthma attack. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't have asthma. I'm not having an asthma attack. Well, apparently I've been having asthma attacks. Oh my God. And my child was telling me and I was like, no, I'm not. Go away. What are you talking okay, well, about? Well, but, first yeah. off, now I really got to call you out. That needs to be the favorite child. <laughs> You have an emotional support child. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> You're like, I got the inhaler now. So, that one, oh my God. That one had a nice run. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. all good. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but yeah. So anyway, so found it out right now. I use three different breathing treatments throughout the course of the day, as well as a monthly injection Ooh. to kind of keep it under control. Wow. wow. Have you found now that you're aware of it and you can do the things you need to do to help you navigate it? Has your exercise changed? Gotten better? Worse? No change? No, it's actually gotten worse really? from where I was. And I think that's because I think my lung function had decreased from where it was. And that's why it all of a sudden became a problem. Uh So I think it caused me to decrease from where I was. I mean, I was working out like three hours a day. And, you know, now I'm lucky if I get two on the weekends. I mean, I still work out a lot. (laughs) So so I'm not going to pretend like I don't work out like a crazy person, but I do work out a lot. But I felt like I worked out at a harder intensity before. Right. Than I do now. And I think part of it, too, is that I'm just so aware. Sure. And the attacks were waking me up in the middle of the night. And I literally felt like I just couldn't breathe and I couldn't get air in. And so I'm just very hypersensitive to it now. Gotcha. I'm like, oh, I don't want to feel like that. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's understandable. That that makes total sense. Does. Yeah. Holy cow. That's a lot to deal with. Yeah. So I have another favorite question for you. (laughs) Okay. Who is your favorite instructor? Like, I feel like I would know based on the fact that you admin an instructor group. But then I'm like, I really don't know. Like, yeah, I like you now, keep throwing us for loops. Yeah, like so you, we don't it, know. This, you, this could go any direction. You could be like, like I'm not going to say Jess and make let that go to her head. I cuss her out all the time. She's going to be like, my favorite is Ross Rayburn. Right, Just like completely out of nowhere. What? <laughs> You have a date with Ross every night, though. See? <laughs> but, um, so my favorites are Allie Love on the Bike. Okay. I love Allie. I try not to miss any of her live classes. I've hit every bike milestone with her. She's also gotten almost every... I think she's only missed me for like two shout outs. Wow. Like nice. ever. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, off the bike, it's Jess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Even though I have some not so nice things to say about her and some things I would call her if we were not recording. Um. <laughs> All exercise induced. That's yes. <laughs> when it's in that realm, She's it's well allowed. aware of these names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like when your wife is in labor, she can call you anything she wants. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So uh, what... I mean, and she enjoys being cursed out, so she's okay with it. <laughs> well, she knows you're working hard, yeah. you know, like if you care enough to curse her out, that means that's how hard you're working. Exactly. <laughs> you have enthusiastic consent. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so uh, what is your leaderboard name? A fit cookie. Say that again. A fit cookie. A fit cookie. OK, I thought you said a fake a cookie. Fit. And I was like, well, oh, now no. I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> I'm like, like, what the hell is that? Why would, why would someone eat a fraudulent cookie? 
there's so many wonderful cookies <laughs> no available. one screened her before we decided yeah. to talk to her what kind of freaking leaderboard name is that <laughs> What a cool he doesn't to, read the stuff I yeah. send, Daniel. What a cool thing to do. Here's a cookie, but it's not real. What? This is madness. <laughs> so uh, do you have any advice for people who are just entering the world of Peloton? Try all the instructors and don't like take it so seriously. Like people get so worked up over the leaderboard and where they fall with their numbers and everything like that. And, you know, I tell the story a lot to people who are new who are joining the groups. So I'll say, you know, I had my bike at home and I was riding. We went on a trip. I stayed at a hotel in Nashville. I rode, I beat my PR on that bike by like close to a hundred. I came home. I said to my husband, I'm like, my bike is broke. <laughs> Something's wrong. I called Peloton. They came out because this was all pre-pandemic. They came out. The guy was like, your bike is perfect. I was like, it's not perfect. I beat my PR at the hotel <laughs> by like close to a hundred. I need these numbers to match. He's like, your bike is fine. Hotel bikes are notoriously horrible at maintenance. Like they don't take care of them. They don't calibrate them. They beat them to crap. So the hotel bike is off. So I was so pissed. But I'm like, that's a good story for someone who's new because it's like that tells you that not all bikes are created equal. Now, if you're on a bike plus, it should be different because they're supposed to be auto calibrated and sure. you know they should be equal. But if you're on the original bike, you can't compare your bike to someone else's bike. Yeah. So you know, true. just like you can't compare your journey to someone else's journey. You don't know how long they've been riding. You don't know what they're doing. You know, there's a woman who rides, who rides with like an oxygen tank. Like <laughs> you just don't know someone's story. So don't get so hung up on the numbers. Get on the bike, get on the tread, do your thing, have fun and just enjoy it. And that's a mentality that will serve you well in many other areas of your life. Yes. You know, so absolutely. Yep. That's good advice. It's wonderful advice. Well, thank you so much for taking time to join us and for being patient with us. And before we let you go, where can people find you? I am on Instagram and Twitter as a fit cookie and Facebook as Danielle Burway. And that's where you can find me. Awesome. And of course, on a leaderboard. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We do. Thank you. Thank you. It was so much fun. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. And they can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike and the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group and wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. And uh, if you get bored at work, swing on by YouTube, youtube.com slash the clip out where you can watch these episodes and uh, see the faces Crystal makes at me when I say something that upsets her, mm -hmm. which is often. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And running.